Well, special gang, somehow it's the last week of August. How did this happen? I have no idea. But we're here. Um, it's the end of summer. Some people are going back to school. Maybe you're going back to school. I don't know. It's, you know, some people are, other people aren't. Corona. It's just how the world is right now. If you are going back to school, I hope you stay safe uh, and you're wearing your masks and, uh, you know, all that nonsense. I mean, I just restocked my masks on my merch site, coolman.store. If you want to be looking stylish and have cool print uh, on your mask so it's not totally a bummer. But, uh, yeah, my heart goes out to all the uh, younger boys and girls who are going back to school. Um, it's going to be a hell of a ride, you know, and, and the main thing you want to do is look out for your health and the health of others and stay safe. So there's that. <laughs> I mean, kind of a odd way to start off this podcast, but, uh, you know, I'm still in the process of moving. This podcast is about to get a huge quality bump. We're going to start posting on YouTube again with HD cameras cool lighting um but this is in the interim in the meantime i still wanted to post still wanted to check in and this week we actually have a very special guest he is will william casal his first name is still william i don't know why i said it like it was his middle name uh imagine having your first name will and your middle name william god the bullies would be terrible but william casal is my brother uh, my younger brother uh, by a few years and he's still in college and guess what he is one of the students that are going back to school in the middle of corona in the middle of all the craziness that's going on he's going back to college uh, this week so I wanted to sit down with him have him on the podcast that's really cool man and kind of talk with him how he's feeling about this how he's feeling about going back to school is he nervous? Is he excited? Is he anxious? And uh, we also kind of got into what dating during quarantine is like for a young single man like himself. Um, gets interesting. Uh, and also you get to meet uh, maybe the first family member of the Cool Man Coffee Dan family. Officially, get to know a little bit more about him. He's the smarter of the bunch. Better with words. Uh, but... Regardless, here's That's Really Cool Man, episode 16, everybody. Let's go. Oh, no. You're special. You, you had confirmed COVID. You got bombarded with texts like it was 2010 Facebook on your birthday <laughs> at midnight. Uh, were you... I asked you this the other day, but were you nervous to... You know, were you nervous once it came back positive or you're already on the comeback in terms of health? Yes, I was. Um, I'm trying to think. It was such a long time ago. The way it happened was I remember a couple days after I got home, I started feeling like I had a little bit of a cough, just not feeling great. And then uh I started feeling like, you know, when you get start getting the taste, you're like, I'm definitely getting sick without a doubt. That happened. Right. And I was like, Mom, <laughs> I was like, I think I'm getting sick. Um, and I think Mom and Dad just refused to believe that it was coronavirus. They were like, this could be like anything else, you know? Yeah. 
Um, I think it was m more in the hopeful way. Um, I figured there was a distinct possibility it was, but yeah. Uh, so I was a little nervous when I was sick and then I woke up the next day with like a 102 fever and I was like, Oh boy. Um, I didn't feel like I was dying or anything. I just felt like I had the flu. Um, and I went and got tested that night. I went all masked up and gloved up and, you know, when I got the test, we, f we found a spot by us that had the test because at this point, it was actually really hard to get a test. Yeah. A lot of my friends afterwards, when I told them I was sick, they wanted to go get themselves tested. And they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it. Um, but we found a place by us, and it took five days for us to get the results. And by then, I, I only had the fever for a couple days. So then by then, I was already feeling better. I was still in quarantine in my room because mom was like, well, you know, we don't know what this is. And then I got the call, and like I said, I was like... I, I wasn't really nervous at that point. I was maybe I should have been because mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I might have exposed my family. I didn't really think about that. I was more so just like, wow, I'm gonna be in my room for three weeks. This is coming yeah. straight from college, coming from like a crazy basketball season tournament. Right. So that was. Did you hit the tail end of the basketball season, or was this like just about to happen, or did you just have to skip out on the rest of basketball season? So, um, my school's basketball team had a really good season this year, and I got really into it. Um, and we went to the conference tournament, and they were trying to qualify for March Madness, which I know you don't follow too much, but it's basically like the pinnacle of college basketball teams. Uh -huh. Everyone tries to qualify for that, and my school is one of the few that hasn't done it yet, and we were doing great this year. We go to that tournament, and we lose in the first round, and that was just heartbreaking. Yeah, what's the? that sounds like a bummer there. Yes, but... The round was shorter than the drive over. The round was shorter than the drive over, yes. And, uh, you just repeated what I just said. Well, you know, I, I kind of repeated it because I didn't really understand it. I don't think it made that much sense. The round was shorter <laughs> than the drive over. The drive over to get to the basketball tournament, and it was over. It's rounds, right? Round one in basketball? Yes, there was three rounds in okay. this tournament because we got a first round bye. Uh -huh. um, but anyway, ended up kind of being a blessing in disguise in the sense that if we made the final, <clears throat> then I would have gotten sick while I was at the tournament in Washington, D.C., which then all of a sudden, how do I get home? Right. And, like, okay, I'm at my friend's house and potentially have corona. Like, right, so, right, right. Uh, you know, and at the same time, March Madness ended up being canceled. Yeah. <laughs> so if we qualified and then they canceled the tournament, I think I would have been livid. Okay, let's get down to the brass tacks. So you were have been virtually dating during COVID. <laughs> Which makes sense because people are not seeing each other as much. Uh, and you've gone on a few video call dates with people, females, and uh, you've met a few uh, solid contestants. Is that right? Hesitation. Is, is, this, is this why you had this podcast? Yeah, just... it was all a dude. <laughs> I told you we would be talking what about did, going What did back Steve Carell say when he was trying to like improvise in The 40-Year-Old Virgin? He's like, I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you uh, you have yet to kiss, so you must tell. No, so, um, you know, uh, I'm a pretty... So you're, 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 like, texting them, and you're like, oh, yeah, haha, that's my favorite color, too. You want to you wanna hop on a little video chat, and you want to get to know each other more? Like, how soon into the conversation is it happening? It's from Tinder, right? It's from Tinder. So and you're I... setting your location, because Tinder did, like, a free trial... Of you can low, drop your location anywhere, yeah. so you you could have dropped it in like Belarus or something, but you chose to <laughs> that drop would be it. Kind of useless. You dropped it in your college town, right? I dropped it in upstate Virginia, which is near my college. Near yeah. college. 
And your college is uh, William and Mary. William and Mary in Williamsburg, Virginia. Virginia, yes, right. Which is a cool place from from what I've seen while I helped you move in a few years ago. Thank you. But thank you. You don't own the place. Well, thank you for <laughs> acknowledging its awesomeness because it's pretty awesome. It's cool. It's like a little. Uh, it's known for like uh, like our founding fathers, right, or something. It is the first college that that was like. They started building it, and it was the first college that started being first built. First college to ban slavery. What? <laughs> I don't know. I saw something about George Washington or something. No, no. So he got his, like, graduate degree there. I'm trying to think of a good way to explain this. He got, so Harvard, George Washington got his gra- graduate degree? Yes. Really? He went there, I think, for— Was it the first college in America? It's it's the first that was started being built. It's the second that was finished. So everyone knows— Started being built? Yes. So Harvard was the first that was finished— and William and Mary was finished right after. And the reason ours wasn't finished first, even though we started before them, uh-huh. was because there was a war. <laughs> right, the Civil War? No, no, it, wasn't, was no, no it was Lincoln. way before. Th- this was uh, 1693, around there. They were fighting over the right to, like, clouds or something. <laughs> I think it was some war with the Native Americans. Really? But anyway, and George Washington was like, we're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. So, so this is back when, like, college degrees didn't even exist because there was no colleges so this was being built got finished a little after harvard so it it technically technically it's the first that was we still have the oldest academic building in america is there any like is there like a chair or a desk that's still there from like way back what's what was the year the whole building (laughs) the building the whole building it's probably been re re-renovated so many times that you know it's like it part of it was rebuilt because it caught on fire for like i don't know if it was i don't remember the history exactly but no the it's still the original building still you know a bunch of original bricks and stuff like that uh and i had a class in it it was pretty pretty crazy really it's that old though because i what year did you say 1693 i believe is when it started 1693 so that's 1793 1893 1993 2093 <laughs> <laughs> it's like 350 years old 330 something like that it's okay it's uh look our country started in 1776 does do bricks so. last that long do bricks last that long do bricks last 350 years that's a good question i don't know i don't i would be hesitant to say that that's the same architecture from way back when but I could be wrong. Bricks could last thousands of years. I mean, I guess that makes sense because we're finding like Aztec. Well, bricks, bricks don't back like in the day. erode. I mean, what do you think the pyramids of Giza are made out of? They're not. Made That's out what of I was steel. realizing. Yeah, I said Aztec, but Egypt is a good better <laughs> Aztec. example. Aztec. I mean, they have stuff too. Yeah, bricks. I guess that makes sense. But um, all right. So really, you're going back to uh, you're going back to college, and uh, you know, are you nervous as to the COVID? related uh uh dangers that might come with moving back into a dorm eating there outdoor classes even though some might be virtual like what's the nervous level in terms of because there's a bunch of people all over the world that are going back to class in one way or another what's the nervous level are you excited to just get out of the freaking house like probably both right yeah um i can't say i'm viscerally nervous in the sense that I have already had it and you know we don't but I just saw a tweet today saying that if you had it you have only up to three months of um, immunity right well so you could the thing is we don't really know 
no no one really like some people are saying oh you already had it you're fine and i'm like well i don't know we've only had you know we don't really have that much data there's no data older than six months on this okay you keep going into pure analytical information my point i want to know emotionally but this how do you feel about it this affects my thought process so that's why i'm bringing it up but my point is um i i can't say i'm that worried to get sick because even if i do get sick again which i haven't heard happening that much yet it's still possible obviously okay but even if you get sick again i don't you know i just don't think that the odds of it being bad are that high so And I don't know that me being at school in my own house, cooking most of my own food, kind of controlling my own space, I don't know how much the odds of me getting it there are higher than me being here. I'm still going out to CVS every day. Uh, you know, you have to admit that it's probably higher going there. It is absolutely higher, but I'm saying I don't know. You know, Aries kind of fluctuate in terms of how how much they have the virus going on going on over there. So, like, a couple months ago... New York was the absolute worst place to be, and I was still kind of going out then, okay. uh, getting getting stuff for the house. Fair enough. Will you be dating in person, leveling up from the virtual dating to the real-life dating? <sighs> like hazmat suits, outdoor, you know, plexiglass in the middle. The problem with that is... Well, let's, re- let's rewind. <laughs> you, are there any viable candidates from your video chatting session? with uh, a few different girls yes but i mean none of them are like super close to the school so i would have to make a distinct effort to make that happen which okay. you know i'm up for depending on you know we'll see we'll see how things go in like the next month or two right um nothing that seems like oh this absolutely needs to happen immediately nothing within like 10 miles or nothing that's like oh man we're really hitting it off yeah but some contenders uh what i will say is I think this semester it's going to be really hard to meet any new people. Yeah. So. Well, there's almost going to be like a phobia to like meet anybody new. Phobia in what sense? I, I just wouldn't have a situation. I'm not going to be going to parties. I'm not going to be, you know, meeting people in like lunch areas that much because everyone's going to want to stay away from each other. Um, You know, I. I just don't see this semester panning out in such a way that I'm going to have really any good opportunities. Unless, I don't know, unless I, I, uh, my friends just start inviting random people around the house and then I start meeting them that way. Okay, paint me a picture. You're there. It's three months in. Everything's going smooth. Uh, best case scenario, you know, three months from now is October, right? August, September. So let's well, say it's, November. It's two months, yeah. November um, is when I come back, so the semester is about three months. Okay, long. so you come back from your your time in school, the shortened semester, modified for COVID. What are the three hypo- hypothetical things that we, you would say are best case scenario that happened during the semester? In terms of this happened, and I'm glad that it did, even though uh, 2020 kind of said nothing good is allowed to happen. Oh. I ended up making, uh, uh, you know, uh, COVID safety precautioned uh, cupcakes with a cute girl in the dining hall. Mask on, gloves on, goggles on and everything. Oh, lucky me. Second thing being like, oh, I went for a socially distanced walk with my 
Crush. I like how you're giving me all these really good specific examples. I'm setting the bar high. Crush. <laughs> and uh, she blew a kiss in my direction. And then number three being, um, like, we watched a movie together over Zoom. And um, she told me that she loved me. So you're in okay, the chat. You're talking purely romantic endeavors. Not I don't. Like, I don't know. Because those all, all three of those were romantic. Something like that. I would be. I think what would be best case scenario is if I start actively talking to someone, but I'm not necessarily in the situation where we're building a full relationship. As it in, would I be, feel like it would be interesting if a relationship comes out of this year, and people are like, "This is for anybody," and people are like, "Oh yeah, we're like a COVID relationship." Like we started talking in COVID. I already know people who did that. Um, one really? of my friends recently uh, got a boyfriend like online, like that uh, she knew. I guess there is nothing else to do. You um, might as well dedicate all your time to like shopping around for boyfriends. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it it, it kind of changes the dynamic in the sense that instead of hooking up and then seeing if you like their personality. Yeah. Now you see if you like each other personally, and then it's like, all right, well, if we're both, you know, willing to do this, then let's let's meet up. All right, so uh, I'll be you, and you be uh, the girl. Okay. okay. I like this is you guys. You're talking. me, and I'm the girl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'll be I'll be who I think is you on these like video Will, chat. You dates. are so ugly. No, no, no. You got to put on the girl voice. I got to put on the girl voice. I'll put on the Will voice. Uh, and you want me to recreate one of these? Yeah, yeah. Well. I mean, in terms of like, what's the best thing that, what's the best virtual date that could come out of this upcoming semester? Okay, so I'll be you, you'll be the girl, and you gotta give me. Is this someone I, you're saying someone I met on Tinder and having a virtual yeah, yeah, date yeah. with another one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll initiate because gentlemen's go first. Um, it's like, oh, and this is all over messages, by the way, for everybody who's listening. So I'll signify when it transitions to voice for video call. But these first few lines are the initial messages on tinder so it's like oh hey i see you like tennis i love tennis too what's your high score (laughs) (laughs) twin oh i'm supposed to respond to that you're the girl oh what's my high score oh uh haha good one that doesn't make any sense (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious my high score is uh 20 and and you know maybe when covid is done uh, are there no high scores in tennis? Yeah, I thought you were joking. This, that doesn't make any sense. Like your best round, or like, well, Hole you kind of just one. play. You kind of, <laughs> you kind of just play people and then see who you win. So I could say like my best win in high school or something like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, best win in high school, twenty. Uh, and by the way, what's uh, what's like? When are you free to make some uh, cupcakes in like the kitchen? Yeah, uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, when can I make cupcakes in the kitchen? Question mark. Yeah, you know the dorm kitchen where everybody is. I have my own house, but I'll drive down. I could come later this week. That works perfect. How's nine p.m.? Nine p.m. on what day? See you then. <laughs> How's nine p.m. later? This Give week? her some options. All right, so uh, you know, uh, fast forward, and uh, we're skipping the uh, the video call. This is good. This is going great. So you meet up, and you can't hug. So it's uh, now we're skipping a voice. So uh, uh, I'm still you. You're still the girl. Um, I would say I'll just let you know what I would do is I would meet at like a restaurant, outdoors. Okay, so we're at a restaurant. Okay. Yeah. So um, outdoor restaurant. 
Yeah, hey, what's going on? Um, good to see you in person. And this is assuming she like looks like her pictures, yes. which is always like could and go either not way. Not a dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, you're not a dude. You, you look <laughs> you look like your pictures. Um, good to see you. Take a seat. How's things? Hey, yeah, good to see you. No, I'm doing okay. Uh, drive down was nice, and uh, this is a nice spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the the roast beef is really good here. Listen, um. Before we continue things, I would love to know uh, what's your how comfortable you are with physical touching during this time. Wow, that's a that's a pretty forward question <laughs> you got there, Will. Uh, um, well, you know, uh, I, I'm gonna try to minimize risk, but if I think it's worth it, then uh, you know, let's see. Well, how can I make it worth it for you? Like, do I compliment you a lot? Do I uh, spend a lot of money on this lunch? Um, yeah, probably uh, probably lobster would be a good way. Every meal. Well, we'll have to go to another place because this is a bakery. So. <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm just yanking your chain. No, yeah, we'll just. Ha uh, ha. <laughs> let's just. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd like to I'd like to meet up on a few dates before we. Uh, yeah, test out the waters. Test out the waters. Yeah. All right, but you are comfortable. Like, if I want to like make out, uh, we could see how that goes you're not scared of corona well you know it's it's a serious thing to me but uh i uh like i said if if you know if if i think uh i like your personality then uh and i know you're practicing safe measures it would be worth it at this point the waiter interrupts you and you're the waiter oh i'm I'm will i'm i'll i'm will still ah monsieur will (laughs) ah my favorite jean jean at jean jean's bakery (laughs) Love to be here. We'll have, let me cut to the chase, we'll have two cappuccinos and two croissants uh, and make it snappy. Right away, Mr. Will. Perfect. Back to the girl. Yeah, that's Jean Jean. <laughs> anyway. Oh, he, have you, do you come here often? Like, he seemed like he knew you pretty well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do come here often. Jean Jean comes back. Now I'm Jean Jean. I forgot. Uh, Two cappuccinos. Isn't that right, Will? Okay, now I'm me. Yeah. Excuse me, you are Jean Jean's assistant, okay? You are not Jean Jean. Ah, yes, you are right. Same voice, same name. Quite confusing. Will, good to see you again. You bring all your Tinder dates here. What did you just say? Is the girl. I can. And then it switches back where I'm the girl now? You're the girl again. Oh, okay. Excuse me? Whoa, 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 Jean-Jean. I'm Will. This is the most confusing. <laughs> whoa, 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 Jean-Jean. Uh, I think you have me mistaken with somebody else. Oh, no, 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 no. You brought that girl in just yesterday and the day before and the day before that. Oh, my God. I had no idea I was dating a super spreader. You're oh, going to so get canceled. You're, you're playing all of the characters now. Girl, Jean Jean's assistant will. Oh, you were still. I was. Uh, the, yeah. You're the girl again, and uh, you're gonna get canceled. You're the girl. Oh, that's what I'm supposed to say. You're gonna get canceled. You're gonna get canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Will again. Oh man, this is what happens when you're a player during quarantine. Jean Jean and Jean Jean's assistant. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to do that to me, mans? Well, uh, <laughs> Monsieur Will, we apologize for the inconvenience. The customer is always right, but you are a player during quarantine, <laughs> and we do not respect that. I'm sorry. 
Ah, Monsieur, as manager of the Jean Johns, I highly respect Wait, your decisions. Wait, this is a third Jean Jean? <laughs> no, 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 no. He was the assistant and then the manager. Oh, okay. But then the boss Papa, comes in. Papa Jean Jean? What are you two fools doing here at the Same table? <laughs> this is not our restaurant. <laughs> oh, man, who am I? Jean Jean one is me, and I am sorry to have to kick you out. I forgot my papa said this was not a restaurant. Now I'm the assistant. Ah, I am Jean Jean too, and please leave. I respect my papa very much, uh, the owner. And now I'm Will. Oh my god, this whole date went to shit so quick, and this is gonna put a real downer on things. And now I'm the girl. I, that's the last time I go out with someone named Will on a dating app. The end. <laughs> So you you were also the narrator at the end. <laughs> yeah, I was the five choir barbershop quartet uh, narrator at the end. So it sounds like that went pretty poorly, but that it's still a good adventure. If you that, come out the other side with that story, that's still a win. Well, I mean, look, I entered the few virtual dates that I've had over Zoom. I entered those knowing that there was a distinct possibility, if not a probability, that I would come out of this with just a good story. Yeah, all right, at the very least. And it was something, you know, it kept the gears turning. I mean, I honestly think, like, I joined Tinder right before quarantine. Which and is such it an was, odd time to start Tinder. Well, I didn't know there was going to be a quarantine. Oh, but, I thought yeah. you started it because... No, 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 I started while I was at school right before I came home for spring break. And then it ended up being perfect because it was like, you know, I it was almost like a like a social interaction every day with these with these girls that I matched with. Right, right, um, right, right. And, so you know. So you have, like, what's the top name of in terms of who you got along with? The top name? Who is the girl? Oh, man. What if she listens to this podcast? Uh, she probably won't. Okay. We got a, we got a Bryn. We have a Bryn. Bryn. That's what I've been talking to the most lately. It's kind of, you know, there's phases. I haven't Short been on. for Brenda. No, no. Bryn. B-R-Y-N. Bryn. Bryn. Yeah. Short for Brittany. Brittany? Yeah, I've never heard that name before in my life. I I never saying. had either. And when we met on Zoom, she invited she actually invited me, uh, okay, okay. In this on this occasion, to join her and her friend to play Scribble online. And uh, I joined, and I was like, "Hey!" And I I actually looked up how to say her name on YouTube because I knew how it was spelled. Oh, trust me, when I was going on Tinder dates, that's all I did. It was me <laughs> looking up how to pronounce these girls' names. Yeah, because. All of a sudden, I'm thrown in the ring, and I'm like, I don't want to say something like "so Brian." Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's like a it's like a how to pronounce YouTube video. It's like how to pronounce Elise, Elise. Yeah, pronounce Elise. Yeah, it was. And fun. you're watching this like three minutes before the Zoom call. When I clicked on the video, it was like a 35 second video, and I was like, "How long does it take to say this name?" <laughs> yeah, because they that's what I'm saying. They pronounce they re- it. A few they repeat times. it. Yeah, but like yeah. someone's like. And it pronounced it like Bryn. So then, you know, and she has the kind of name that she's not probably not going to be like, oh, my God, he pronounced my name wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so did you when you answered the Zoom call, were you like, hey, Bryn, like to show off your newfound talent, no, pronouncing no, it correctly? because I knew there was still a chance. So I was like, it's Bryn, right? Oh, nice. Which is kind of like the half So that's like, yeah, half- that's playing like dumb a little bit, but you pronounced it perfectly. It's playing a little dumb, but also like, oh, he figured it out on his own. He didn't need that's any That's what I'm assistance. saying. Like you're playing you're playing like, oh, am I correct? It's almost like a coy, like tongue in cheek, like, am I correct in perfectly pronouncing your name, sweetheart? Right. Yeah. And then she took off all of her clothes immediately. That's amazing. 
No. Uh, but she was like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, it was just her and her, like, best friend. So kind of, you know, it wasn't like uh, – it wouldn't have been high pressure anyway just because it was Zoom. But, uh, it, you know, it was just like a casual hangout. Uh, and – yeah, you know, we just played some games. We, what uh, advice we would some... you give people, like, you said play games. Like, what advice would you give people who are trying online, dur- like, like, you know, using a dating app or meeting someone on, like, Instagram or something and then taking it over to a video call? What advice would you give those people to, like, make it, like, enjoyable and not awkward and less nerve-wracking? I would say, well, the group setting, I felt like, helped in that situation where there was another girl there kind of as, like, oh, you know, we have three... I didn't know there was another girl there. Wait. And yeah, in this situation, there was her best friend there. Um, I believe her best friend. So you were it was two girls and one guy. Yeah. And you just felt you know I guess, how I rule. I don't know. That's I I I guess that does lighten the. Uh, so here's what I say: you could do like pressure. a. I would say if you're looking to meet this girl and you kind of want to make it casual at first, then you could be like, hey. Let's get a few friends on to play this game, Scribble. They have online games that you can kind of riff off of like that, right? Um, And I thought that was a great sort of like icebreaker situation. What I would say is I think a lot of people really don't have good conversation starters during quarantine, which I struggled with at the beginning. Yeah, because there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. Like, oh, how's quarantine? Oh, it sucks. Yeah, I'm watching Netflix. Like, everybody's doing that. Yeah, right. Um... So I would try and just do, like, normal date at first. Like, oh, so where are you from? You know, sort of stuff like that, getting to know her. And then, you know, be ready to pull from some stories, like stories from normal times. And how long is this, like, Zoom call are we talking? Like, 40 minutes, three hours? Like, how long? Like, I guess when do you know it's time to wrap up the date? Is it, like, when you start running out of conversation and you're like, well, I guess I should be going now to sleep? all, All of the ones... Or the, the few that I remember, there weren't there weren't that many, but the the ones that I'm thinking of right now, both were like an hour and a half plus, because we're we're you know two people or well in that case three people, but uh, people who are just you know stuck at home trying to be social. Yeah. And uh, uh, they were social people too. You know we were good conversationalists, so uh, we we're like oh we don't have any reason. You to cracked kinda... some good jokes during all this. I did have some good jokes. I did have because then good you jokes. gotta like take into account like the potential internet lag that might mess up your joke. Yeah, and you gotta pause I've had a that few happen. seconds for like a, a laugh. You know. Yeah, I mean, well, I kind of went, "Hey guys, check this out." <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, "Will, we didn't hear that fart." <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hear that fart, which is exactly what you just did that we didn't hear. <laughs> and then another time I did that, and there was like a twenty second delay, so she was just staring at me, and then went. Wah! <laughs> Was that a fart or a laugh on your own? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that sounds like a nightmare because uh, if I don't get that instant feedback as to if my joke worked or not and I have to account for, like, a little delay, oof, that delay, f- longest few seconds of my life. Well, uh, I'm trying to think of specific jokes. I remember... Because in real life, if a joke doesn't land, you could kind of see before you even finish the sentence that it's not going to land. So you could, like, pick it back up. Like, oh, yeah, and then I told the man-man that that's my sister. Uh, anyway, like, what do you think about salt? Do you like pepper? Like, like, just pick it up and take it somewhere else. What I – this is what I do in real life. But if life. you're on Zoom, yeah, you got to do a hard period on that punchline and wait for the response. 
Yeah, I mean that's why online live streaming comedians can't do their thing. Like live stand up has been one of the few professions to not take it virtual because it just doesn't. Well, work. I mean, my works, uh, my jokes just don't work in general. So that's kind of I'm just kind of used to that. Yeah. <laughs> so but, now I just blame it on the delay. No, here's what I'll say. Uh, that's obvious. <laughs> Quick interruption for the sponsor of this podcast, TheBeautifulManscaped.com. We love Manscaped. Manscaped has personally been saving me throughout this funk-ass year we find ourselves in. I've been, like, feeling gross and grimy and, you know, gotta shave the armpits, gotta shave the chest, gotta shave everywhere. You know what I'm talking about. And Manscaped, with their sleek technology on this sleek razor, comes, uh, you know, comes in handy. I mean, here I am with the adjustable blades. They got a little flashlight on the razor so you don't, you know, even if you're doing it in the dark or the hard to see reach areas, they still got you covered with that flashlight. And I'm, I'm like trimming, I'm shaving, and I'm feeling just a little bit better than I would have if I didn't have this incredible feat of technology that is the Lawnmower 3.0. So, if you're feeling a little grimy after this quarantine, if you feel like you want to be looking fresh and feeling fresh and feeling good going into the school year, going into work, then you should definitely go over to manscaped.com and use code COOLMAN20. That's COOLMAN20 for 20% off your entire order and entirely free shipping. You're not paying for shipping. Your products will come over to you, whether it's the razor, whether it's some of the oils, or whether it's that dope travel bag for your, you know, toiletries when you're traveling or going to college, going to school, whatever. You'll get 20% off and free shipping if you use code COOLMAN20 at manscaped.com. And I thank them very much for sponsoring this episode. Let's get back into it. Here's what I'll say. Uh... I really haven't experienced anything like, oh, I feel like I can't make a joke because there's a delay. I feel like Zoom has been pretty good. Um, what I have done, if what I remember off the top of my head in terms of jokes I've made, like on this one, I was on this one with this girl named Brianna. I hope none of my friends listen to this so because they have more context and they're going to clown me for talking about this. But yeah, a lot of a lot of BRs. Yeah. Um, but she. I actually started that face on by saying she was like snapping me and she was like, oh yeah, talking about like one of her like crazy ex-boyfriend experiences. And then I was like- You don't see that as a red flag? Talking um, about the ex-boyfriend on the first- No, no, no. We were we were snapping for a few weeks at this point. Okay. So it wasn't like out of nowhere. But this is the first time you guys are talking. No, no, no. Uh, allow me to clarify. Maybe you don't understand. We were talking on Snapchat for a few weeks and we were kind of going back and forth conversation- you know, <laughs> that's what conversation is going back and forth. Yeah. And, uh, makes sense. And somehow we got into that. It wasn't out of nowhere. I, I, I don't remember the exact context. Okay. So you're chatting with, with, uh, Brianna. Yeah. Okay. And my point is then I go, uh, you, you know, you're hinting at this story. You might as well FaceTime me and tell me about it. And she goes, okay. Like out of nowhere. Like we didn't plan it ahead of time. Right. It was just like 11 PM on some random night and she was in bed and I was kind of just sitting in bed. Um, she wasn't like about to go to sleep, but she was kind of just hanging out. Um, and then she started telling me some of these stories that she had, and I had some counter stories. So then when it came to jokes, because these were some wacky stories, she was she was kind of uh, she was kind of interesting, but some, some wild tales, wild tales. So I would kind of reference jokes from the story that she told prior. Oh, like, so you did like a loop back, almost like inside jokes, even though we just met each other. Right. I'd be like, okay, so let me get this straight. First this, and now this. Like yeah, that kind of stuff. I see. You're reviewing her. You're, you're echoing her funny experiences. 
You're literally just doing like the callback. And that works in any setting, virtually or not, I right. think. For so you're like, people. let me get this straight. First the bear ate the honey, <laughs> and then you packed up the tent and jumped over the cliff, and your ex-boyfriend didn't even save your fall? And, and she's like, ha, that's exactly what the happened. The good thing about that is, A, it's jokes that work because it's personalized. And right, B, right, right. it shows that I'm being receptive of her story and that I'm listening. What would you do if you did exactly that and you're literally referencing her own funny stuff that she was saying and she still didn't laugh? Well, in that case, then she's a loser. <laughs> Hang, end call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the. That's also like a good cheat right there is if it's going that poorly – in a real life date, <laughs> you have to like it make it. <laughs> you have to make an excuse like, "Oh man, I left the stove on," and, and you leave. But in a virtual date, you could literally just end that 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 red button is on tap at any given point. Right. Here's here's why I haven't encountered that yet. It's because I would pull that card if it was going worse enough. If I felt awkward enough. Yeah, I mean, there's not really that many consequences associated with it. You could also just be nice and be like, "Oh, sorry, I have she to go." She your hang house. Up. But um, I haven't encountered that because. The virtual dates that I've had were girls that I was already snapping for a while, for like a couple weeks, a few weeks. Right. And I had already gotten the sense that they were entertaining people. They were like sort of high-energy conversationalists like myself. Right. Um, Higher than average, I mean. Um, And if I was snapping a girl... Which, you know, I, I snapped a bunch from Tinder and... Uh, whoa, whoa, easy, don't brag. It was probably a bill. <laughs> um, <laughs> One billion people. One seventh no, of the world's population. Is, what I'm trying to say is there was a few who, after a couple weeks of snapping, it was just like in the desert of conversation. I either just abandoned it. Yeah, and, you know, maybe some of it was a little bit I didn't have anything to talk about or she didn't have anything to talk, to talk about. Regardless, there wasn't anything boiling up there. Um, so we kind of just ended the streak, and if the streak didn't end, then, you know. Well, fl- let's flip the tables. Were you, were is it was there ever a case where you're talking to a girl, and, you know, you maybe stopped responding, like you found the conversation to be in the desert, like be, because from your like own doings, like you were like this, I'm not into her, so I'm just gonna like phase out here, you know? Yeah, yeah no, that's what I was saying. I'm saying. Do you do like the hard ghost, like the hard like? stop responding or do you do like haha yeah like those types of texts to like on fade snapchat out? i mean it's snapchat Mo- most of the time we're just keeping streaks i haven't and then, used snapchat in like years yeah so what we were doing is we were keeping streaks with each other which by the way i have not had streaks i don't know if i've ever had a streak. my junior year in high school i had some and i literally restarted them during quarantine for this exact purpose just um, to get to know a gal yeah and also i did some with my friends at school too just to kind of like you know like see their faces every day and stuff like right, that. Right, right. Um, so yeah, but I had not had streaks for three, three or so years. Um, but yeah, and generally the way it works is if someone leaves you on red once or twice on a streak, then th- the streak ends because yeah. you're like, okay, well I'm not gonna keep forcing it. I see. So the streak, if it gets broken, it's pretty much like ah, this this whole connection we had is done because you're not responding. You try again, they don't respond again. Right, and solidified end to the relationship. I I really do not. Uh, like I said, I've only just recently gotten back into the streak thing, but I don't get offended if someone ends a streak with me, and I don't necessarily look at it as, wow, I guess we're never going to talk to each other again. Yeah. You know, it just means, all right, the problem is we're not, we can't really meet up for X, Y, Z, so let's, you know, this is going to die off for now, and maybe it could resurface. 
there was a, when I was doing a lot of Tinder, like there was always a lot of like, ah, I wish like they could just say yes to hanging out with me because I feel like once they like see what I'm all about and they like catch my like real life charisma, you know, then they'll be into me because this like over the t- like text chat thing obviously isn't working, you know, which I feel like would be accentuated now during these times because it's like that you really can't see each other. That's what I always felt. I was like, if they could just hang out with me for 30 minutes, they would know how cool I am. And uh, sometimes I would actually get that 30-minute opportunity, and I would realize that it's still not working. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I guess I got to If I could just ego. get an hour. <laughs> if only, that's really how my thought process went. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, I think... You know, going back to school is going to be an interesting transition. You're literally going to kind of be a part of history, like the class of college students that went back during a pandemic. Hopefully nothing bad happens. Um, Hopefully you do meet like a nice gal that you could uh, safely uh, hang out with during these times. But uh, either way, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Um, I I think we do have to wrap it up because I'm getting eaten alive (laughs) as we do this podcast outside, too. That's why it sounds like uh, the Mozambique rainforest. But uh, uh, any parting words, any advice to maybe other students that are might be a little nervous or anxious to go back to school? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't really have any experience yet, but I will say uh, try and be realistic in your expectations of what you're going to get out of this semester. It's not going to be normal by any means and don't try and force it like don't you know it it's it's tough for the freshmen really because they don't have their group yet but mm, for everybody I else think about that so i can't really i don't know uh what i can do for you guys but for everybody else <laughs> good luck work on your existing friendships and you know just understand at least first semester you're probably not going to meet that many new people right so just work look at this as a opportunity to build on what you currently have right and then once things hopefully i'm hoping second semester will be i mean it'll definitely be more normal it's just to what degree um i'm hoping that uh we can start getting back into the groove of things sure and i actually almost forgot i asked all my guests this on this podcast i don't know why but i love this question uh if you were to go on like a walk with your younger self like a short 10 15 minute walk you know younger self maybe 10 to like 13 since you're 20 now so maybe 10 to 14 like you know when you're in your most questionable younger years uh you go on a short walk with yourself down the block and you talk about life with them and you kind of set them up and tee them up for what they're about to experience and give them some advice what would you tell them and why I'll go with, so if I'm walking with, let's go with a 13-year-old Will. Yeah. Because I feel like I was... Uh, Were you still chubby then? <laughs> I was not chubby then. I was chubby briefly when I was 10 years old, <laughs> and then I had my growth spurt. And and Danny brings it up pretty much every single time I see him. I mean, it was a, a endearing chubby period. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I had a box. But um, what I will say... <laughs> If I walked with a 13-year-old Will, so that would be around 7th, 8th grade, I remember being incredibly self-conscious, which I guess everybody kind of was. Sure. But 
eighth grade was I remember being really really self conscious like more than any other year. Why um, was it just the changes you're going through like physically or socially? Or? I um I I I was breaking out that year. That was the year yeah, I broke yeah. out with my with my pimples. Acne, yeah, and I had it pretty bad. Not quite as bad as you, but still definitely worse than the average man. I had it bad for a few years. Well, I mean, you saw I had it also not great at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so that was definitely a big part of it. Um, and yeah, I uh, socially I was kind of just out of my element that year. You know, I wasn't I wasn't making too many friends that year. I was kind of the friends that I did have was placed on the other uh, side of the school or whatever it was called, like when we had those teams. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, and I was really self-conscious about everything. So I wish I had something more specific to say than, Will, when you become 20, like you'll be so much more realistic in your expectations of like how people are going to perceive you. Like you'll just get to the point where if someone has a problem with you for no reason you just won't really give a shit <laughs> like, yeah 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 and you know it. I would not have been able to comprehend that That's I was gonna ask like would you be able to understand what that what older Will is saying would you be able to understand what that even meant like put it into context I the thing in is I'm grade, pretty sure you told world. me that kind of stuff and I was kind of like okay you know I'll get there soon but I'm still struggling through it now right um but the other thing is, uh, I, I've come to appreciate uh, smaller things now than I did when I was that young. Like I re I rewatch these shows that I watched when I was younger, and like Drake I think, and Josh, like Drake and Josh, <laughs> and like SpongeBob too. Like I I I'll watch these reruns of them. Yeah, and I think they're so funny, and I'm like, really I good. did not laugh. You didn't appreciate, like, the the writing, creativity, and, like, a lot of the, like, uh, what's the innuendos went yeah. over your head. It was a lot of stuff that went over my head, but at the same time, I don't know. I guess I've just developed more of an appreciation for, like, an effort of humor in these shows. Yeah. So um, you would tell him, doesn't matter, like, what's going on socially right now, you'll get over it. And also, appreciate Drake and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, you have these gems right now yeah. that you need to appreciate. Like, yeah. don't just be like, oh, yeah, Drake and Josh, that'll be around forever. That's such an interesting answer. I, yeah, I... Appreciate the shows you're watching more. It's not just... It doesn't just apply to the shows. I know I'm having difficulty articulating exactly what I'm trying to say, but finding a lot more enjoyment in things that I kind of just went over my head back in the day. Mm. Not even necessarily because I didn't understand it, but just because I didn't stop and fully appreciate it. So Drake and John, like TV shows and all that, and like what else is another thing that you would say, appreciate that? Like just like having friends around the house and not not having to be doing stuff, you know? Like we don't have to be at a party drinking or anything, just being able to hang out mm -hmm. and sort of make our own fun. Right. Stuff like that, like you know? pre like alcohol age, like you're just like sitting around like laughing at nothing sort of age. Appreciate that because that is like a very special time where I think back to like my friends around here. Like we would like make movies, like you know, running around in the backyard, like twelve, thirteen, fourteen. We would just like make skits, like me and Nick Krish, like making a YouTube skit, like in the backyard, like. You know, it's a special time where you don't need to necessarily find an excuse of like a party or find an excuse of alcohol to do it. 
uh, that was a very pure time. I don't know if uh, a time like that will ever really exist again. Uh, you know, for better or for worse, it probably is just like um, a, a product of the the time it was in. Um, so just you're saying to appreciate, and a lot of the listeners here are probably literally in that exact time period. Um, so you're saying to appreciate that, uh, appreciate uh, pre-party, pre-alcohol, because a lot of those kids might be like not being able to wait for that period, not being able to wait to like, go out and drive or go out to a bar or go out to college but you're saying like hang out chill enjoy the period that you are in because as much as you might hate it uh even if it's like a visceral hate for it you'll miss or get bittersweet about certain aspects or areas of that period yes yeah uh, basically yeah and you know I wish I had a more sort of specific answer because I think that's the kind of thing a lot of people would be like, well, yeah, obviously I would do something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, I question how perceptive I would be to it, but I think, you know, it would be me talking to myself. So I would be like, okay, this guy is pretty, uh, mm, you, you know. Get, you spill the tea, the drama, because you know who, exactly who you're talking about. Exactly. You'd say names. And I'd be like, this guy's so good looking. I have to believe him. That's That would be my I thought see. process. That's a great way to wrap it up here. <laughs> um, you kind of be hitting on a 13-year-old uh, and probably go to jail even though it's 13-year-old you. No, I'm saying 13-year-old we. Yeah, well, let's wrap it up now uh, before the cops show up. Uh, thank you, Will Casal, brother of Danny Casal, for being on That's Really Cool, Man. And uh, if, you know, if the listeners enjoyed it, we'll have you on again. Ideally, I have a set built in L.A. And also, ideally, you're able to travel out there uh, right. when it, the world is back to normal. But until then, uh, we'll sign out. And that's it. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me.